1: And it was very, uh, very sweet. Mm. Right. I ended up downing the whole thing. Next thing <laughs> you know, I'm on stage taking my shirt off, rubbing, you know, rubbing my belly, doing all these crazy things. And next thing you know,
0: tweets. no way. So yeah. you blacked out. Yeah. Wow. But well, how do you know it was that night? Because if you're smashing like you know, constantly.
1: <laughs> Trust me. I know it was that night.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Wherever you guys are watching this show, I would truly appreciate it if you follow or subscribe. It helps a lot with the algorithm. It helps us get bigger and better guests, and it helps us grow the team. It truly means a lot. Thank you guys for supporting, and here's the episode. Ladies and gentlemen, all the way from Dallas, Damian Watts. How's it going, man? Man, it's going great.
1: Pleasure for having me.
0: Absolutely. So what you been working on lately?
1: Oh, man, just a lot of stuff, man. A lot of stuff has been kicking off Um as we've been coming from behind the scenes, we've been behind the scenes for a very long time. Um, I first got started with Ty Lopez back in 2015. Classic.
0: Saw a course,
1: and from that point, man, we just we took off. Took off with the information.
0: Love that. What's the eight all about? See you wearing it. Oh man, See this with is our. Book?
1: Yeah, man, this is our brand, man. A figure plays. Uh, we have quite a few companies where the A figure plays is uh, our newest creation. Um, I've, I've one of our. Uh, partners called me the eight-figure creator because we have so many p- different people that have gone to eight figures and beyond from mm. scratch. And I've just kind of embraced the name. And now it's like, okay, well, plays was kind of like a word in the term that was being used in, in our culture pretty pretty aggressively. So I was like, okay, well, if I'm the eight-figure creator. I'm creating all these eight-figure brands. Why not create eight-figure plays?
0: Yeah. I like I love that. Whenever someone texts me, yo, I got to play. I'm like, I'm, I'm listening. <laughs> My ears are open right now. Um, what have you seen with these eight-figure brands that they all have in common?
1: great products, Mm. great products and a starving niche, Mm. right? So like credit, everybody needs credit, real estate, everybody wants to get into real estate. Um, Different, you know, the the digital space is just popping right now when it comes to selling information online, um, selling physical products online. And we've been able to do it in multiple verticals and multiple uh, niches. That's
0: dope. Do you see the online education e-learning space kind of eating at the market share of public education a bit? Oh,
1: absolutely, man. I I almost guarantee within the next five to ten years, public education is gonna be, it's gonna be hurting pretty bad. Today. Really? Yeah, yeah. Like absolutely. colleges, colleges, everything, because the information is outdated. Wow. Um, the information now, outside of the regurgitated information that you see coming through, uh, you know, the gurus online, it's uh, it's a lot easier to make money. You know, when you go and get, I, I went to college and play ball, um, got a full ride scholarship and all those things, and then afterwards decided to get a master's and. Ended up getting a job in Dallas for about 50 grand a year. That's right? it. Just 50 grand a year, and immediately after that, I got let go through uh, due to a project failing, and that's when Ty Lopez came into the picture. And then mm. from that point, that first month got a client. Wow. Next month got three, and then it just kept snowballing from that point on. But I started in local, went into the e-commerce space, and then now. Digital products and digital information just kind of took over because of the margins.
0: That's amazing. Yeah, the info's so outdated, dude. Oh yeah. I mean, the one thing I'll say about the e-learning space is there's a lot of different people you can listen to, and you got to be careful though.
1: Oh, absolutely, man. Look, I have a term that I use. I call it the fluff masters. Yeah. Right. We've been behind the scenes of so many people uh, during the 2020 period. Right. Go, right before we went into, <laughs> uh, we were able to generate our first guy. Uh, His name is Marcus Barney. He went to a million dollars in a day. Wow. Right? So we put together a launch, very strategic, and we were able to, in the financial literacy space, put together a program that obviously everybody needed. We set it at a price point, and we we were able to do a million dollars in a day. But before that, um, I had a guy based out of Atlanta as well. Back in 2018, he was my first information product client, and we were able to take him to a million dollars in a month. Wow. So we were able to see the success of... Uh, black entrepreneurship was on the rise yeah. uh, during that time. And now it's, you know, everybody's making money. But during that time, we were one of the first people to kind of push that million dollar month method through the culture. And now after him, 500, doing that million dollar day, we were able to replicate that over and over for several entrepreneurs online.
0: Dude, that's incredible. And I see that black uh, online movement, like with earn your leisure. Mm-hmm. They, those guys are.
1: Absolutely. Their yeah conference. Man. It is Man, we we've been behind the scenes of so many brands and now with the Fluffmaster stake, they they've planted their flag, right? Uh, what we see a lot online is a lot of regurgitated information, yeah, yeah. right? A lot of people are online going to different masterminds, going and joining different mentorships and bringing that information back out, regurgitating it. So just imagine sitting in a class, right? Starts at the front, once it gets to the back, it's completely different and that's what's happening in the space right now and for us um, I legitimately just posted this on my way to Vegas. This is phase one of market correction, mm. right? So I'm on a mission right now to uh, undercut the market. So think American Gangster, Frank Lucas, Blue Magic, right? We're going to undercut the market with our products. Um, and we have quite a few that are coming out. But the goal is to essentially give people the, the correct information, Give them what's working now because we're doing so many things. And a part of our journey was figuring out omni-channel, yeah. right? A part of that journey was figuring out how to run our ads on every single platform, how to do the funnels, how to understand direct response marketing. And once we got, uh, put all the puzzle pieces together, we were able to create some magic. And now we want to share that with the world.
0: That's dope. Yeah. I think some people got a little uh, crazy with their pricing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, we, we, we've seen all different types of prices. The biggest product price that we've sold to date was $300,000. What the hell was that? It was a Shopify uh, partnership. So what? the person would build the brand, uh, give you all of the suppliers and the manufacturers, help you with the funding and the credit and things of that nature, and then they would basically run the entire operation for you.
0: Jeez. And was it worth it? Absolutely,
1: yeah. They were able to. So that I sold that product in twenty. 2022. That brand has done over three million dollars today. Wow! Okay, so it, it was definitely worth it. But we've seen different product structures come through three hundred thousand all the way to fifty dollars a month subscriptions.
0: Yeah, and you generated over four hundred million now, right?
1: Yeah, right now we're we're knocking on the door at that five hundred, so half a billion. Oh my
0: gosh, that is crazy! And how long was that?
1: Oh man, so
0: we've generated. We've been doing this for about seven and a half years. Jeez, that's like can't even do the math. But what seventy million a year almost?
1: Yeah, uh huh. So a lot of that came from obviously the pandemic, right? right. Everybody was stuck behind the computers, uh, stuck in their homes, and people was, were consuming information at an extremely high rate. And during that time, we were able to. So this is the big thing, right? The big thing is in our culture, education wasn't really cool. Right, mm. so teaching and and consuming and building businesses now it's a phenomenon. Now, what I did leverage during that time frame was lifestyle marketing. Mm. Right, so we had people buying private jets, the Lamborghinis, McLarens, Rolls Royces. <laughs> they were doing all of these things, and again, in our culture, being a ball player entertainer, et cetera, is really like the only way you could do those things unless you're in tech, right. right? So now we're giving everybody the ability to go and, and showcase what they can really do.
0: Dude, that's cool. So you basically shifted the narrative oh, of, because entrepreneurs got made fun of probably in your culture. Now it's sick. Are you interested in coming on the Digital Social Hour podcast as a guest? We'll click the application link below in the description of this video. We are always looking for cool stories, cool entrepreneurs to talk to you about business and life. Click the application link below and here's the episode, guys.
1: Now it's sick, man. Everybody wants to become an entrepreneur, which is great. But what's happening is, is with the fluff masters, the fake gurus, no one knows who to trust. Mm. So the trust barrier has been dropped. And now people are searching for that haven, which is why we're creating all of these solutions. And Hustlers Haven is one of our products that we're going to be pushing to the market pretty good. Is that like a mastermind? So it's going to be a, um, this is a part of the go high level situation as well. So Hustlers Haven is going to be a SaaS platform and A part of our journey, we've had all of these what we call selling mechanisms, okay? Those selling mechanisms are, I have five, book funnels, webinars, challenges, community funnels, and high-ticket VSLs. Mm. That's typically what we push into people's brands in our partnerships. um, And with that, we wanted and needed a system that could handle Number one, the automations on the back end. Number two, all of the funnel building and things of that nature because everything was just separated right. and congested. We use ClickFunnels, we use ActiveCampaign, all these different softwares. But now Go High Level has decided to partner with us and they see the vision for what we're looking to create.
0: That's a huge brand to partner with, man. Oh,
1: man, look, when you can get with a $100 million plus per year brand that sees your vision, that understands um, what it is that we're looking to do, this is the first deal ever signed from an endorsement standpoint, to partner with a company like this. Wow, so, that is huge. I didn't super, know they were doing
0: dope. over a hundred million a year. That's incredible.
1: Yeah, no, they're, they're a great company, man. They, they focus a lot of their attention on customers and the product. Mm-hmm. And most people don't put that, that much focus into the product itself. It's, it's amazing the turnaround time that they have when they put out a poll and says, hey, what do you wanna see? And people give them the poll And then from that point, after they say thumbs up, they'll go and develop it within a three month period.
0: That is awesome, dude. I never hear of companies doing that.
1: Yeah. And that's something that we really wanted to make sure that we had on our side because we were building a SaaS company for ourselves. but then we were like, this is going to take too long. We don't understand the SaaS side. We don't understand uh, managing a development team. So we wanted to find a solution. And when we, uh, I went to a go high level event that they threw in Dallas Mm -hmm. and somehow I'm in a circle and people are gathering around me trying to figure out who is this guy information that he's telling and next thing you know the CEO walks up and one of the co-founders also wow. you know, like it sounds like we need to have a conversation. <laughs> so from that conversation we were able to broker a, a super super Dude, deal.
0: Congrats that's so dope. What uh what's inflation proof about so
1: inflation proof oh man this is um this is our movement um there was there was a when we first started man there was a guy his name is uh, Tony the closer mm-hmm. uh, he created uh, Rona proof so everybody was taking advantage of the times right, right. so when came out, Rona Proof, et cetera. Then Recession Proof. <laughs> Recession Proof came out. i 100. One. And then we were like, okay, well, inflation proof because inflation was at an all-time high. Yeah. It's like, what can we do to help people who are struggling with their groceries and all these different things? So we wanted to put together a product and we decided to put it at 50 bucks a month and we're going to dump all of our information into this product. And I think the big thing that we're seeing right now as far as a, a cultural shift and, and a, a space shift is everyone's looking to get into continuity. Everyone's looking to build a subscription or uh, partner with Go High Level and do the white label SaaS. But some of the main things that people don't focus on are success paths. They don't don't focus on uh, retention. Mm -hmm. They don't focus on all of those subscription metrics that people uh, typically have to focus on when you're building that type of brand and that type of product. And we have a lot of these things figured out post-working with non-figure brands. And that's how we've been able to put together this eight-figure play ecosystem.
0: That's cool, man. So you're big on giving back to your community.
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. Because right now, one of the big things that we notice is, is we have the talent, we have the products, we have the knowledge, but we just don't have the the systems, right. the frameworks. We don't know how to hire, how to fire, just from, and I base this all off of the companies that we've worked with, right? So the brands, the hundreds of brands that have come through our ecosystem, we noticed all of these things that were going wrong. They didn't have teams. They Mm. were afraid to spend money on advertising. They really didn't understand it. They never looked at the data, so they don't even know what's going on. And now I see people online talking about uh, customer lifetime value, average order value. They're using these terms, and they got it from us.
0: Mm. You were early, man. We were were very
1: early, man, very early.
0: Were you always interested in learning as a kid, like growing up? Oh,
1: man, I was a... uh, I was a sports freak, man. Love basketball, uh, football. So I was really into the sports. But it was crazy how the sports world kind of transitioned into the business world and how all the different similarities. Yeah. So from a learning standpoint, I was an artist. Love drawing, love painting, doing those things. Um, and from an education standpoint, I mean, I was able to maintain a pretty good GPA. But I was never in the books. Right. Right. And after business, after I got started in business, doing these things. I figured out a lot of the information was in the books. Yeah. So I started to deep dive into that pretty, oh, that's pretty cool.
0: Did you want to make it to the NBA?
1: Oh man, look, I think everybody has that, <laughs> has that dream of making it to a professional of whatever it is that you're looking to do. But for me, no, I never, because of my height, I never really tried to pursue it. Uh, um I did try the whole football route, but again, I never liked football to that sense. Yeah. I hated getting hit. Right. Okay. So I played wide receiver uh, at the university of central Arkansas for, for four years. And, uh, it was it was fun, and I was able to uh, be with my high school sweetheart throughout that whole time. Nice. We ended up getting married. Wow! And now we uh, we have three kids, man, and we're living in Dallas and doing our thing.
0: Dude, that's sick. A girl by your side can take you far, man. Oh
1: man, look! If it wasn't for her, throughout this entire process, when we were scaling in twenty twenty pretty aggressively, we had over a hundred clients in the ecosystem. Wow! I had my first daughter right. And then I got backdoored with twins one year later. Jeez! So we were easily outnumbered playing three-two <laughs> zone uh, in, in this situation, and uh, it was it, it was a it was a trowling time because during that time we had just hit the million dollar day yeah we have million dollar months from other people so the brand is just growing and growing and i went and spoke on stage in front of like 800 people after that uh, event happened mm-hmm. and now i have 800 people on a waiting list because wow. everybody wants to figure out exactly how he did that yeah so we were able to um do these things but now uh with the demand we we wanted to come out from behind the scenes
0: Dude, that's sick what a story so the kit the twins weren't planned
1: no oh lord no <laughs> It was uh, it was crazy how it happened. Um, New Year's Eve, man. New oh Year's God,
0: Eve. New Year's Eve. <laughs> so uh,
1: funny story, man. I was um, we went to a, a piano bar um, uh, in Dallas. Piano uh, bar. Yeah, so it, it's called Pete's Piano Bar in Dallas, and uh, we invited some friends that we haven't seen. They they live in California, and they came they came down and you know everybody's having drinks and doing our thing. And I had this big uh, big bowl. It was a, a rubber ducky bowl or something like that that was inside of it. <clears throat> <clears throat> and it was very uh very sweet mm. right i ended up downing the whole thing next thing <laughs> you know i'm on stage taking my shirt off rubbing you know rubbing my belly doing all these crazy things and next thing you know
0: twins no uh so you yeah. blacked out yeah wow but well, how do you know it was that night cuz if you're smashing like constantly
1: <laughs> trust me i know it was that night
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay okay wow what a story all right let's go back to business um what platforms are you seeing working these days? Because it's constantly evolving. It seems like TikTok's hot right now. Is that what you're seeing?
1: Yeah. So from an e-commerce standpoint, TikTok is pretty hot since they launched TikTok shops and things of that nature. Uh, we still see the bulk of our revenue come from Facebook and Instagram, mm-hmm. right? YouTube has definitely crept its way in. But YouTube takes a very specific type of video, yeah. a very, very specific you know, hook body call to action, et cetera. So Facebook and Instagram are still our main drivers.
0: Nice. And how do you, uh, people watching this that want to get good at running these ads, what's your advice?
1: Ooh, when it comes to running ads, man, it's all about the creatives and the offer. Um, We're we're very big into direct response. Mm. So the copy and the things that we do is just a little bit different. We're very script uh, oriented when it comes to the ads. Uh, a lot of people, when they get into this game, they don't truly understand. They don't, number one, they don't want to be behind the camera. Uh, they're afraid to, you know, have people say what they're going to say about them. So we, we provide scripts for everyone. And I think that in order to get things to work today, uh, there's a lot of trust that you have to build with the person. So that indoctrination phase is, yeah. is a little bit longer now. Um, so if you're really going to try to come out here and try to master these platforms, it's all about creating focus on the offer. The offer is the most important thing that we see that generates the results.
0: Yeah, that's bars, man, because I was scared to go on video for years, and that was holding me back, dude.
1: A lot of people get held back by that. I, even me, I didn't want to come out from behind the scenes because I'm like, number one, I don't want to talk. I'm an introvert <laughs> at heart. Uh, but number two, it's really, it, it's scary. It's it scary is. at times.
0: You're it's putting yourself out there. You're vulnerable.
1: Absolutely, yeah. And we, we come across a lot of entrepreneurs that once they, once they get over that hurdle and that hump, it, it, it's like a, a light bulb goes off.
0: Yeah. And you got to have a shield because you're going to get some hate. You just got to realize that it's just coming from below, you know? Hate is
1: crazy, man. I went and did a podcast uh, in Atlanta and the title of the video was, uh, do white CEOs do business different than black CEOs? Wow. And I was like, I cannot believe she put that. Uh, But it was a a very controversial uh, podcast because again, my wife, she's white. Yeah. So I'm looking at these things from two different angles and I do notice differences in black CEOs that are doing a million dollars a year white CEOs that are doing a million dollars really? a year. really absolutely what were right? the differences the differences are uh, how they hire how they fire how they structure their business and frameworks and SOPs and things of that nature right here we're just hustling right it's, it's a completely different ball game of the people who are doing nine figures, eight figures, seven figures, etc., and the people who are trying to get to those levels, we just noticed so many differences. And once we introduced, because I was working with the company called Coats mm-hmm. based out of LA, they were uh, they a teddy bear that transformed into a hoodie. Okay, tons of people probably that saw sounds those. Sounds dope, actually. Yeah, it was it was a super super dope product, and we were working with them, and they were doing you know millions of dollars per year. And I was able to take some of the frameworks and things that was working here and bring it over into the culture, into the information product world. Mm. And once I saw those similarities, that's, that, that's what gave me the ability from a spin standpoint, from a mindset standpoint, to be able to take anyone, any product, whatever it is that you're selling, to these astronomical heights.
0: Wow. That's a good skill to have, man.
1: Yeah, it was, uh, it was a blessing, man, because I, I just kind of stumbled into it. When, because at first, when I first got into the information product space, things were different. It wasn't an impulse buy like, like an e commerce product, right. you know, 20, 30, 40, 50 bucks, etc. This was a $1,000 product, a $10,000 product, whatever it is that the mm-hmm. person would, would set the price point at. And I didn't think, I had a lot of fears around, I'm not sure if this will work. I'm not sure if a person will spend $9.97 on information. And then next thing you know, people, <laughs> people are coming in bunches yeah. buying these $9,000, $10,000, $900 products. And at that point, it was like, okay, the way we had our contract structured, um, it was you know, a, a retainer and a percentage of uh, back-end profits that yeah. you could generate. I took that over to the information product world. And when you're selling a $50 product and making 10 bucks mm-hmm. per product, now I'm selling a $1,000 product making whatever the percentage was that we agreed to yeah. on the back-end. So the, the numbers were drastically different.
0: Dude, the info product space is mind-blowing. I've yeah. seen some of these numbers. Um, Shout-out to Chase Hero. I think he's doing... Over fifty million a year, something crazy. You see guys like Russell Brunson, Grant Cardone. I mean, it is mind blowing.
1: Yeah, man. Look, we so with this exclusivity deal that we have, a go high level. Um, you know, ClickFunnels. They were the main platform that we were using throughout this entire uh, journey from an inf- information product standpoint. And the one thing that I am grateful for is the ability to quickly put together funnels and quickly get things up and running. Yeah. The things that were the downfall were. Zapier breaking and all of these integrations and things that you have to do. And this is why the Go High Level Partnership is so, is so vital to me right now and what we're looking to build because we have such a robust ecosystem on our back end. Mm-hmm. We need something to be able to, something as robust to be able to handle the amount of traction that we're about to snowball into 2024 yeah, it's a
0: reliable platform dude i have nightmares of sites going down of funnels breaking down in- integrations because you, re- you lose millions when you're you lose millions because the ads are still being paid for yes so if the back end's broken
1: so during that million dollar day that we ran uh the website crashed <laughs> right so we missed out on a, a, at least another 500 to six hundred thousand Damn. 000. what was the product it was a um um it was a course. Okay. It was a course. Wow. Mm-hmm. Five thousand dollar program.
0: Good ass course. Jeez, a million a day. That is nuts.
1: Yeah, man. Look, we document all of our all of our receipts, man, and it's 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 been a journey, um, and now we're just moving into bigger and better things and uh, our alliances, right? So for years, I ran an agency, mm-hmm. right? Everybody has digital marketing agencies, but uh, after I read a book uh, by Mike uh, Mark Ford, mm-hmm. right? Ready, fire, aim that book gave me insights into how Agora runs their, Agora Financial, if people don't know, uh, how they run their business. I've so heard of them. immediately what we did in, at the end of Funnel Hacking Live of 2022, I shut down the agency, fired over half of the clients, and we switched our business model over to publishing. Mm. So now we publish influencers and we have crazy deals, man. Some people come in, uh, we do 70-30 splits, right? Mm-hmm. They get 70, we get 30, we run your entire marketing on the back end will help you with your hiring, your firing. We'll help you do all of these things because, again, we noticed that that was a main gap in the culture. Yeah, And now we have some deals where we have 80-20s, where we get 80%, they get 20% Damn. because of the uh, Netflix and uh, the the strike that was going on in Hollywood. Yeah, We were able to capture some of these influencers and celebrities and say, hey, look, do you want to make extra money? Do you want to make thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars a month? And they're like, "That's that sounds great." Because mm-hmm. we found out that they weren't being paid a lot, so now we bring people in, publish their brands for eighty, twenty. That's so amazing. We put up all of the money, we spend everything, and we run it like a record
0: label. Yeah, and you've partnered with some of the biggest people in the space, right? Yeah,
1: man. We we've been we've been blessed enough to have the receipts, have the trust factor in the space. So now everyone wants to figure out, like, even with Eric Thomas right now, he was like, "Okay, Tony Robbins is like top top of the line, right?" Yeah. He, he He's a great businessman. He has a great team, and now as a motivational speaker, how can we transform a motivational speaker into a, a business mogul, mm-hmm. right? And these are the things that we're doing for businesses on the back end once we partner with people.
0: Yeah. What do you think of podcasters? Uh, Dave Ramsey's numbers just came out ten mil a month. It's pretty nuts.
1: Yeah, I think that that's crazy. I think that with the podcast world, man, I came up with this with this with this model, right? And what we noticed in twenty twenty two to twenty twenty three. There was a shift, right? People would come, they would, uh, you know, pay to be inside a podcast, et cetera. And what we found is that if you do not, if you cannot guarantee the views, if you don't have, you know, the algorithm figured out for whatever platform that you're using, we came up with a model that allows people to utilize paid advertising and force people into an ecosystem to where we can guarantee the views if people want to sell their products we have this conversion method that we've created on the back end of podcast and it's working like bonkers
0: wow i haven't heard of something like yeah, that it's, that it's, is cool it's super
1: super dope the people that are coming in they're saying hey look um, I have this product that I want to sell. I have this 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 program that I want to get eyeballs on. What can you do to help? Will your program or your pro- your podcast give me the ability to get the visibility that I'm looking for? Mm-hmm. And once we took all of these elements because in 2017 to 2019 we were really heavy into influencer marketing. Yeah. Right? So with the influencer marketing, we were able to <clears throat> go into the back end and get access to their pages, run ads from their pages, and mm-hmm. then boost from their pages. Right. right. So most people would say, hey, let me pay you for a post. We were saying, okay, you can still get you know pay for the post, but let us be able to take that post, run it through your socials from your page since it's going to be on the back end, since yeah, most yeah. influencers want to protect their feeds. So we were able to do that for, we, and we did that for a ton of people, man. We had I think TI, I saw those ads. <laughs> Waka Flocka, TI. Yeah, I saw we those. We had a lot of people pushing these products on the back end. And with that, now we just basically took some of those same elements, put it into this conversion summit thing that we that we built on the back end for podcasts, and it's, I think it's the next wave for podcasts.
0: Dude, that's huge. It's fun to see how the podcast game's been evolving. Rogan really set the tone early, and now there's people making. I mean, earn your leisure. There's some huge shows making tens of millions. Uh, what's the one that signed a bar stool? Million dollars of game, I think.
1: Yeah, uh, Wall Wallow and Gilly. Yeah, hundred million dollar
0: mm-hmm. deal. I mean, it's nuts, dude.
1: Yeah, man, it's uh, it's it's been crazy to see the journey of people starting something, sticking with it, and then you can see the the benefits of of their efforts.
0: Yeah, are you using any AI yet with any of oh, the companies? Man, look,
1: we are. I I recently signed a a deal with a fintech company, a fintech mm. AI lending company, and this deal, uh, the company's called fintology.ai, and they're they're a startup company. They're they're on the rise. And the reason why I'm so heavy into AI right now, obviously, it saves you time. Yeah. Right. But everything that we do, that would take me 20 hours to knock out, we're now doing it in less than 30 minutes. Wow. Right. So writing copy, we have all of these prompts, all of these scripts, and all of these things that we've done over time. And when we go into like ChatGPT, for example, I create these boards. Right. So I go pull Dan Kennedy, uh, uh, Bill Glazier, mm-hmm. um, all of these people who are moguls or, or godfathers of the space. And we create these advisory boards. And with that, with those prompts that we've created, we've been able to cut down the time drastically to create these direct response ads, to create these uh, programs and backends and how to how to create empathy maps and customer avatars. So a lot of the the research has been cut down drastically
0: wow that is so sick dude I, I have a joe rogan board coming up with podcast questions for my guests mm-hmm. so I, I can relate to that it's so cool how you can basically talk with an influencer these days with absolutely AI.
1: man it's you know they, they continue to evolve man so now uh, we're utilizing we do a lot of mid journey um but right now what i'm seeing that's super hot is ai voice calls uh, setters and closers, things of that nature. So we're, we're tapping into that pretty aggressively right now. We have a bot that's being created on the back end to help with a lot of the situations that uh, in the DMs, yeah. uh, when we're looking to scale aggressively and bring people into this AI world, uh, the setters and the closers is something that I see a huge wave being built around right now uh, to cut back on the cost mm-hmm. um, of the setters and closers and yeah. get reliable. You, know, it's, you build
0: it. I'll save a ton because some setters or closers make 20%, Exactly, so they'll save millions.
1: Yeah, I, I see the AI stuff, man. It's uh, it, it's slowly evolving. Um, when I say slowly, I mean like people are slowly gravitating towards it. Yeah. Uh, but for us, we, we love AI. It's yeah. in everything that we do. Every selling mechanism that I have, I, ha- I have AI. Back in the beginning of 2023 20, in January, I was going to launch Inflation Proof Plays. Mm-hmm. Then I started to notice, okay, this AI stuff is is pretty crazy, so I definitely want to make sure that we are uh, pushing AI into the learning that we're pushing as far yeah. as education.
0: So you think a course coming soon, maybe?
1: Yeah, yeah. No, we. So <laughs> I'm not gonna create a course per se, uh, but the inflation-proof plays is just gonna be. Kind of like your your college. Yeah. Right. So I'm gonna have different professors, different people coming in teaching on different topics, and that's gonna be what I consider courses. Just a membership site where you can go and learn all of this information. My goal is to get a million people through the door and help them make at least ten thousand dollars a month.
0: That's sick, man. Dude, did you have a mentor? Because you are so knowledgeable. Oh, it's man. So Look,
1: I have I have a mentor who <clears throat> was inside of uh Dan Kennedy's uh, masterminds back in the day. So okay. he was like the first black guy <laughs> inside of this. He was like the first black guy to do a million dollars from stage, uh, selling real estate programs, et cetera. So on our side, yes, we have mentors uh, who are basically giving us the blueprint on how to navigate this space as things are changing. The first book he ever gave me was Art of War. Classic. Right? So how do we go out here and move strategically when we know that the competition is lurking? Mm. So when you say mentor, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be where I am right now, confidence-wise, if it wasn't for my mentor. I love that man.
0: Any goals financially or just in general?
1: Oh man, look, our goal is a hundred million dollars, right? A year. That's that. That's the goal for just for the information product side. Got it. Right. Uh, we're going. We're going to. We're developing SaaS now, especially with our partnership with Go High Level. We want to build that up with Hustlers Haven and just force everybody into that ecosystem because what we're really good at is building associations we're really, we're really good at customer journey. We're really good at all these different things. So now we just want to share that with the world and give people the opportunity to uh, just kind of get insights into how we think and how we do things.
0: Yeah. I love that, man. Any, uh, anything you're trying to promote, close off with? Oh, no, man. I mean,
1: we have our new book uh, that's coming out. It's called the Million Dollar Challenge Manifesto. That's the first copy. And that is our number one selling mechanism right now. Um, that we generate seven, that's the quickest way to seven figures. Yeah. The absolute quickest way, man. And we've created a, we literally got a trademark like two months ago, um, webinar to challenge. Nice. So a lot of people run webinars, they do VSLs, they do these things, but we've cracked the code on how to, it doesn't matter if you're selling subscriptions, it doesn't matter if you're selling masterminds, mentorships, courses, we figured out how to, a big bag down when wow. it comes to challenges. Like our biggest our biggest challenge was $6.7 million in five days. Jeez. Um, and I know Tony Robbins and those guys are cracking eight figures every single challenge that they do.
0: Wow. Sign me up. Yeah, I saw the one with Robbins and Graziosi did like mm-hmm. 100 mil or something yeah. cra- they, crazy. They did some crazy,
1: crazy numbers, man. I think they had like over. 600,000 people that have signed up through that challenge. Yeah. So I mean, when you're selling a 997 product with that type of influence, you're going to do massive numbers.
0: I got that YouTube ad every day. What did you think of Hormozzi's book launch? I feel like some people said he could have made 100 million that day.
1: Yeah, I think that he has a game plan. It's all strategy. There's a million different things that he could have did better or different, but he understands the mission of what he's looking to accomplish. And I think he did a, a fantastic job.
0: I think he, it, but he got a lot of criticism for not having an offer.
1: Yeah. And, and that's the thing, man. People are going to put their perception on what they think you should do or what you can do is, you know, things of that nature. But I think that Hermosi is uh, he understands where everything is shifting. And one main thing that is shifting across the entire industry is putting your information out for free mm. and charging for the implementation. Mm. So that's where the, the industry people are putting out YouTube videos here's all the information go and get your result and pay me after you get a result
0: I like that more than just a course
1: one thousand percent and that's where now we're looking at it like we also understand the the process of if you don't pay you don't pay attention right so this is why now we're coming out with inflation proof at 50 bucks it's like this is you know extremely cheap but it will generate you multi multi six and seven figures
0: Yeah, if you implement. Yeah, it's something about physically paying that you're more incentivized. Yeah,
1: we don't do anything free anymore these days just because um, even with our webinars, we want to charge a dollar, right? We want to charge so that we can be able to upsell immediately afterwards. Uh, We want to charge so we can get your address because we do a lot of direct mail. Oh uh, yeah, your mailing just something that no one's talking about yeah i've never heard that (laughs) we're doing direct mail on the back end so when someone opts in we're looking to ascend them to different products in our in our ecosystem in our ladder and we do direct mail on the back end so as far as free we don't do free we do you can at least pay one dollar
0: yeah i like that where can people find you man
1: and just follow me on instagram man. that's that's pretty much where i live at this point as i'm coming out as an introvert uh, at damien Watson. on
0: all right thanks for coming on man absolutely man thanks get it see you guys tomorrow